Yes, welcome back. Final hour here on News Radio 930. WBEN Joe Beamer with you in for the vacationing Tom Bowerly. He'll be back tomorrow. So uh, don't worry. Just a day of me, and you've already gotten through three hours. I mean, look at that. Was that that difficult? Don't answer that question. All right. Um, sorry, as I started the show off, busy day. In the world of retirements. Yes, Tom Brady retired. Ozzy Osbourne announced his retirement amid health concerns, canceling the rest of his tour. We hope Ozzy's doing fine. And Bob McCarthy from the Buffalo News, after 41 years, retired. Now, I wanted to focus on retirement, but, you know, we kind of got going with this. Uh, cheating, not cheating, I'm sorry, uh, breaking into your significant other's phone to see if they were cheating and technology thing. So, and and David did a, a segment on um, retiring today and, and all that. So I want to focus on the Ozzy part of this, okay? And Ozzy Osbourne canceling his tour, uh, refunding tickets if you had tickets to see Ozzy. And it made me think of something we've talked about before. And that is, who is an artist or a band that you always wanted to see but never got the chance to? Either they retired, they passed away before you were able to see them. 803-0930, star 930. Is anyone putting Ozzy on that list? Let me know. Now, I do have to say, there are some acts. I don't know if I'm going to let you put on this list. You can't put Kiss on this list, okay? Kiss came through Buffalo like four times on their on their farewell tour. And when I went to go see Kiss, they didn't even sell the 300 level. All right? Certain groups, they're here all the time, right? But who is someone that you wanted to see and weren't able to see them? You didn't get around to seeing them while they were touring, while they were alive. 803-0930, star 930. I have to say, my list, uh, there's a lot of people, right? Now, some of them, because I wasn't even alive when they were around, but I, I never got to see Prince. I think that would have been an awesome concert with the catalog of music Prince had and the music he wrote that maybe he performed live that, you know, he had given to other artists to make big. I would have loved to seen Prince. Um, I, I think, without a doubt, Michael Jackson would have been a great tour. Um, now, I did see Whitney Houston when I was three, but I think she'd be on that list. I'd like to see Whitney, you know, remember seeing Whitney Houston. And I think Queen goes on that list, right? I know Queen tours now with Adam Lambert, but Freddie Mercury Queen, I would have loved to have been able to see. That is one that I would have loved to see the real uh, queen together with Freddie Mercury. 803-0930, star 930. Who would you like to see? Who would you have liked to seen that you didn't get the chance to? You know, I, and I say this every time I bring this up. I say that I got to go see Jimmy Buffett. I've got to see Jimmy Buffett before he retires. You know, I mean, every year I say that and every year I don't go see him. Now, last year, we went to go see the Jimmy Buffett play at Shea's. And like three days later, Jimmy Buffett appeared at that play at Shays. So that would have been the opportunity, but we didn't. Um, 803 930 star 930. And then, 
Now, tonight, after the, uh, after the show, I'm going down to Riverworks to see Corey Kent, Wolfpack Party. And he has, uh, he's up and coming, right, early in his career. Who is someone you saw early in their career, and can you compare it to when you saw them after they had hit it big? Who is someone you saw very early, maybe two or three hits in? Maybe you saw them and you didn't even know who they were, and they became this huge success, national, international success. 803-0930, star 930. Someone said, saw youthful genesis through the years. Um, I never saw Phil Collins. Uh, he should have retired. You know, people say that about Phil Collins. And I went to go see that show in 2019. And yeah, he sat the whole time. Um, you know, he walked with a cane. But I have to tell you, that was a great concert. Now, maybe it's because I never saw Phil Collins when he was still drumming, right? But it had all the songs, all the Phil Collins songs. You're, my wife and I, we were standing the whole show, dancing, singing all the songs. So yeah, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of sad to see Phil sitting there the whole time, but he seemed like he was having fun. He was moving around in the chair. His voice still sounded good. I'll say that. But it was kind of was kind of sad. Um, and he went on tour solo, and then he did the last Domino tour with Genesis. Um, but you might put uh, Peter Gabriel Genesis on there, right? I don't think he's getting back together with Genesis, so that could be a a a. a, a, a an act that you weren't able to see, right? They stopped touring with Peter Gabriel before you had a chance. Uh, someone said Aaliyah. Yes, Aaliyah tragically uh, passed away in a plane accident in 2001, uh, the summer of 2001. Uh, Aaliyah had some great music in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Someone said Joni Mitchell and Miles Davis, two acts that uh, they would have liked to see before they stopped touring. 803-0930, star 930. We'll start with Henry in Orchard Park. Henry, who would you have liked to be able to see live? Well, the band that I would like to have seen would have been ABBA. I know not your traditional rock and roll band, but I always liked their music, including the uh, newest album that they just released a year or so ago. I wonder, are, are they going to go back on tour after releasing that album? I don't, I don't think they are. Only three of the four of them actually were involved in the production of the album. Uh. Um and none of them are young, but then again, the Stones are not young, and they're still touring. That's that's true. That's true. So I also I saw a concert when I was in high school in the early '80s. And by recollection, it was uh, Joan Jett and Brian Adams and Journey. Um, wow. And of course, Brian Adams and Joan Jett were pretty new back then. Journey was obviously the headliner, uh, but that was a great show at the Old Odd. Oh, uh, see, yeah, and and to see what Joan Jett and Brian Adams became, that's pretty awesome. Oh, my gosh. So I saw Joan Jett at Darien Lake a couple of years ago. I think she was with, maybe with Hearts, um, uh, but it's just a great show back in the 80s and a great show, you know, within the last couple of years. I enjoy her very much. Yeah. Hey, Henry, appreciate the call. Henry in Orchard Park. Joan Jett and Brian Adams, by the way, I believe they just announced they'll be at I don't want to get this uh, this wrong. I believe they're going to be at Art Park. Did I get that right? Brian Adams, Joan Jett, Art Park this summer, or is it somewhere else? I want to make sure I'm not giving away the wrong uh, the wrong information here. Joan Jett, Brian Adams. I'm sorry. They'll be at the at KeyBank Center June 13th. Brian Adams is bringing back his Happy It Hurts tour, 
KeyBank Center, Joan Jett. That will be Joan Jett's second straight year in Buffalo. She was here last year. Uh, they were here last year with Led Zeppelin. Not Led Zeppelin. Oh, my God. Def Leppard. <laughs> Poison and Motley Crue. Led Zeppelin. Everyone thought they were going to go back on tour, didn't they? Didn't everyone think Led Zeppelin, the, the remaining uh, members of Led Zeppelin, were going to go on tour for the 50th anniversary? Wasn't that a big rumor? Or am I just screwing that up? I don't know. I can do some uh, Google Google digging and see if we can find anything. All right. All right. 803-0930, star 930. Not Led Zeppelin. Def Leppard. <laughs> and that's the show I wanted to go see. And, you know, I just never, never went. Did not go see it. And, by the way, that tour, Def Leppard and Motley Crue, they're still touring. They're going to be in Syracuse this summer. So you talk about the Elton John farewell tour, the Kiss farewell tour, how long those tours have gone on. Now, this is to my knowledge, has not been named a farewell tour. But that Def Leppard Motley Crue tour from last year, no longer Joan Jett on it. Joan Jett has now joined Brian Adams. But that tour is going through Syracuse. So a quick Google search will show that Def Leppard has a tour that starts or at least has a show on February 10th, and it goes all the way through to yes. August 18th. We were talking. We were talking Led Zeppelin. You said Def Leppard. Uh, but I accidentally said Led Zeppelin and then said, wasn't there rumors that the remaining members of Led Zeppelin were going to tour for their 50th anniversary and it never happened? I see now. I see the error in my ways. You yeah. said too many names at once and I got confused. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Def Leppard is. They're still on the tour from last year. And it's going through Syracuse with Motley Crue. Here on News Radio 930 WBEN, let's go to Penny on a cell. Penny, good afternoon. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Doing well, Penny. Now, you saw an act before they hit it big? Yes. Uh, me and my friend Lynette went to UB in 19, I want to say, 80s. And we saw The Clash in the auditorium at UB. Now, was it one of those things you saw them and you were like, oh, they're, they're going to they're gonna have a few hits. They're, they're going to hit it big. Absolutely. We were dancing like crazy to that. You know, they got that crazy good dance and music, and we were dancing and said, oh, these guys are great. The Clash, it really was, it really was the intro, introduction of that 80s sound that they brought. Absolutely. They were phenomenal, and the place was packed with UB students, and it was just crazy in that auditorium. That is awesome. That's awesome. Hey, Penny, I appreciate the call. Penny on a cell opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. I, I always say this, and I hope I, I always say this. Back in Madai, at Madai, we had the opportunity. I was part of student government at Madai. Never lost an election. We had the opportunity to put on a big concert, okay? And this is where me and now one of my, one of my best friends in the world, um, you know, uh, had a disagreement, okay? Um, he wanted one group. And I wanted Sugar Ray. I can't remember the group that actually ended up coming to Madai. But there was an opportunity to get Sugar Ray, okay? You know Sugar Ray. I want to fly, you know, um, Someday, all those great songs. And somehow, the student government voted for this other group that I can't even remember the name of the other group over Sugar Ray. Now, it could have been The Clash, and you heard Penny say it was packed. All these UB students getting to see the clash before they hit it big. Didn't turn out to be that way. And we could have had Sugar Ray at Madai College. You know how cool that would have been to have Sugar Ray at Madai College? And then 10 years later, they get Dua Lipa at Madai College before she hits it big. 
Oh, but that <laughs> I always, I always, uh, I always, um, I always think back to that when people bring up college concerts. We had the chance to get Sugar Newfound Glory. My buddy's listening. Uh, Newfound Glory was the group. They brought in Newfound Glory. I guess they were pretty big, but had the chance for Sugar Ray. Oh, I always think back to that because just a few years ago, the summer before COVID, my wife and I went to Art Park to see Sugar Ray, uh, Better Than Ezra, and the lead singer of the group Tonic. And that was an awesome concert. Better Than Ezra, I think, actually was on stage longer than Sugar Ray. That was an awesome concert. 803-0930, star 930. By the way, hello, Nick. Glad to have you listening. Uh, that's the number to get on. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Who is an act you wish you would have been able to see? Maybe they retired. Maybe it's Ozzy. Ozzy announced it today. He's retiring from touring. Who is an act that you saw before they hit it big? You went to this band, this group. Maybe they had a hit out. Maybe they had two hits out. You went to go see them for either free. Maybe it was like one of those $5 things at the door. And then next thing you know, you wanted to see them again. And tickets were $150. 803-0930, star 930. That's the number. On the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, someone texting in. We saw Drake perform before the Bare Naked Ladies outside on the Canadian side of the falls 15 years ago. And that would have been right before Drake hit it big. 15 years ago, before the Bare Naked Ladies. And I believe at the time, that's still... All the members of the Bare Naked Ladies. Now it's, I don't think it's all the original Bare Naked Ladies. Josh, uh, check that for me. Um, but seeing Drake right before he hit it big, and now, I mean, Drake, when he goes on tour, I mean, tickets are whew, tickets are up there. I don't think he's doing free concerts uh, in the falls or opening up for the Bare Naked Ladies anymore. <laughs> 803 star 930. That'll get you on the air. That'll also get you on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Now, here's one that every time we do this topic, it shows up, and I admittedly am not a fan, but I, I realize that they have a lot of followers and that I am probably in the minority. And, you know, uh, Michael Caputo is a huge fan of this group, and that is the Grateful Dead. Someone texts in, I wish I would have been able to see the Grateful Dead with Jerry Garcia. Big bummer, never got to see the whole band. And I know, like I said, every time we do this topic, this one comes up. I know that's a, that's a tough one. And I, I know now John Mayer was with the Grateful Dead, but now I see this year he is doing a solo concert. So is the Grateful Dead done? Are they done touring for good? Or did John Mayer just stop touring with uh, whoever is touring with the Grateful Dead? I don't know. 803-0930, star 930. That is the number. My name is Joe Beamer, filling in for Tom Bowerly. One segment to go. Line up the phone lines. Let us know. Who would you have liked to seen that you didn't get the chance to? And who is an act that you saw early on in their career? 803-0930. That will get you on the air. That'll get you on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And we will talk with you after the news on News Radio 930 WBEN. To be why pick a fence, then her heart's like a feather in a toss. So when you see side breeze, a breeze.
bring her to life And all them other boys say She's a goodbye girl She'll wreck your world And leave before the morning sun But here she is free Lying next to me Cause I ain't trying to tame her love I keep the windows down And the wind in hair Keep her heart hanging on Round every turn She ain't scared to get tied down Scared to get burned Just looking for somebody Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. That there is Corey Kent. He will be live at Riverworks in about 90 minutes. Wolfpack party. I'll be there. I, I like seeing the up and co- the up and coming uh, artists. And uh, he's got that big hit. He's got another one on its way out. So. Hoping this is the first of a few times seeing him, and and hopefully he's uh, on his way uh, to um, big-time fame. I, I was trying to think of a clever way to say it. I don't know why I always try to be clever, and it just never works out. Never works out. Um, I want to get, before we get back to things, we're talking about music. You know, the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame came out with their nominees, and I you know, I know 90s or 80s music. I'm a big fan of 80s music. It is kind of interesting to me that Kate Bush got into is a nominee because of that song from Stranger Things, right? Isn't that Kate Bush running up the hill? I hate that song oh, so much. Oh, stop, stop. I love that song, but it is interesting that that song reappears on the Billboard Top 100. When did that come out? I believe that came out in 83, but, you know, you are the producer. Um, <laughs> uh, Damn, shots being fired. It came out in, this is, this is, now this is good radio. Come on. Um, 1985, so I was wrong. I was two years off. 1980, uh, 1985, and now uh, she is a nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with Missy Elliott, Willie Nelson, The White Stripes, and George Michael. Uh, also on this list, Cindy Lauper, who was on it last year, Rage Against the Machine, uh, They Won't Do What You Told Them, Soundgarden, um, Cheryl Crow, Iron Maiden. Eh, does anyone care anymore? You know, like, does anyone care who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's just like the Grammys. Does anyone care about the Grammys? I would argue the only reason people are watching the Grammys on Sunday are because of the um, performances. But does anyone care about awards anymore, award shows? Like, I care about the Baseball Hall of Fame because I'm a huge baseball fan. I just, who cares? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, good. There you go. I, I just don't, I guess it's not a big deal. I feel like Hall of Fames get too watered down. Because? Like, like everyone gets put in. It's like. Oh, like you had like one good album. Okay, you're gonna go in. Yeah, yeah. But see, like with sports, though, like there's a lot of people that aren't in their sports hall of fames, and they're arguable to be in there. Yeah, Barry Bonds. But I, I, everyone wants to talk about Barry Bonds and steroids, but he was the best of the steroid era. Okay, when everyone was on steroids, the pictures, 
I said pictures. Pictures. When everyone was on steroids, Barry Bonds was the best of the steroids. I, you can't take that away from him. And the I'm, I'm sorry, like the fact that if it wasn't for the steroid era, it would have taken baseball even longer to get out of the strike. I'm not, hey, I'm not a fan of steroids. I'm glad they're out of the game now. But you can't ignore a decade of baseball. You know what I mean? Barry Bonds uh, was the best during that era. And I, I, as much as I love baseball now, and I love baseball without any kind of um, steroids in it, and I, I don't think steroids have any place in the game, you cannot deny what players like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa did in the late 90s with their home run, uh, home run, run to see who will get the most in the season, with Barry Bonds' chase for the record. You can't take that away from what that did for the sport. This is a sport that canceled the World Series in 94, okay? A lot of people had given up on baseball. A lot of people were kind of sick of baseball because that strike had left a bad taste in their mouth, just like with the NHL in 2005. So, again, I don't want steroids to ever be back in baseball. And I I think they should be testing. And, yes, I agree with all that. But you can't take away that era. And you can't just ignore that any of that happened. And so that's what I want to say about that. But I, I, I do like the Baseball Hall of Fame. And that is something that I always, uh, I always follow. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like, I don't know. I see some of these acts and it's like, I, I'm seeing groups that, you know, had hits when I was younger and now I'm starting to feel old. 803-0930, star 930. The, the, the topic is um, someone you didn't get the chance to see. Either they retired or they passed away before you had the chance to see them. And a group or an artist that you saw before they really hit it big. We have on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, uh, saw Hall Notes in 1974 at Villa Marie College. Back then, I didn't even know who they were. Let's go to Matt in the Falls. Matt, who did you see before they were big? Uh, I got to see Weezer. They played at a uh, small little dive bar in Buffalo called Blind Melon. Must have been close to you know, twenty, at least twenty-five or more years ago. And now, did they have any hits when you saw them, or were they really just up and coming? They were pretty much. I think they had just released like uh, the sweater song. Okay. Wow. But I remember the bar. The bar only held me. If that bar held three hundred people, I would have been. I'd be surprised. And what year was this in? Uh, I was 16. I'm 45 now, so uh, must have been like 94-ish, maybe. That you know, that's so funny because they closed a year later. Yeah, it burnt down. Oh, it, it burned down. Okay. Oh, okay. That that was yeah. not on the uh, on the Google search. Yeah, Blind Melons. They burned down. It, it's uh, like there's like a driving range there. It's it's uh, right by the uh, by the Buffalo Airport. Oh. At um at Young's and Arrow, you got it. Yep. Wow, there's a there's a driving range there now, but uh, so there was a, a dive bar there, and I saw a bunch of bands there when I was like in high school. But uh, yeah, long story short, me and my friend went and saw them. Our ride forgot to pick us up, so we were stranded and no cell phones back then. So we're standing outside the bar for hours after the concert ended. And then the lead singer Rivers, and I believe he was the drummer, the bassist, Matt, came over, and we were playing hacky sack in the parking lot, and they came over and played hacky sack with us and then signed one of the um, the concert flyers that they had, like, just stapled to the wall outside the bar. What Now, do you still have that? 
Oh yeah, I have it. Like I put it in the old CD jewel cases. Yep, it's. Uh, I snapped it in underneath, like where the CD goes. Now that's awesome. Now Matt, did you get to see them after they hit it big, and you know, get to see them again, and probably pay a lot more than you did to go to that bar? I haven't. I went. I wanted to see them when they. I guess they were touring with Green Day, but tickets were like 150 bucks, and Oof. I'm like. That's a little bit too much to go see those guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, hey, Matt, that's it, what an experience. Not only seeing the concert, but then being able to talk with band members and get an autograph. That is a, that's awesome, Matt. I appreciate the call. Matt in the falls opens a line for you at 803-0930, star 930. Not only is there a golf course there now, it's also where you need to watch something we talked about yesterday, somewhere you need to watch out for, um, you need to watch out for deer. Especially at night on that, you know, you get out of that traffic circle to go down Young's. If that driving range is closed, just be on the lookout. That Again, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I, I'm noticing more deer than ever at the Whirly Young's area. I mean, this is just the next street over, um, Young's and Arrow. So I did not know there was a bar there. So I, I love learning stuff like that. I love learning about the old stuff. I talk about this all the time. You guys get sick of it. But I love hearing about the old stuff and what used to be where. Like, I heard about the 747 Club near the airport. That sounds like it was awesome. I would have loved to have been able to go there. I wish there was still a building there so I could go explore this abandoned building of this old bar. I, you know I love stuff like that. And, it, of course, it gets me off the topic of what we're talking about. Because now, mentioning old stuff in the area, now I just want to talk about exploring old buildings. But, Matt, I do appreciate the call. Uh, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, someone said, I saw Alan Jackson open for Clint Black in 1990 at the now-defunct Melody Fair. Wow. I've heard of the Melody Fair. Alan Jackson. That's one. Uh, we talk about the... the, uh, the Beamer family cassettes that were in the uh, in the old car for road trips. Garth Brooks was in there. George Strait, Vince Skill, Alan Jackson, definitely in that uh, collection of old cassettes. And um, yeah, Alan Jackson has some really good summertime songs. I would say. You an Alan Jackson fan? Oh, huge Alan Jackson fan. I was just thinking about um, the music video for uh, Chattahoochee. Yes. And it's such a nineties country music video. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the neon vests, the jet skis, like and the cowboy hat with it all. And I think he even had like jean shorts on. Yeah. That's uh that's when you would turn on CMT and they would actually have country music videos. Now you turn on CMT and the movie Mrs. Doubtfire's on, which I don't know what that has to do with country music. Robin Williams, avid uh country music singer. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just I don't know what's that's another thing. And and maybe we'll tackle this another time but you have all these cable networks out there and you know music television there's no music videos on music television music television too there's no music videos on music television too vh1 which if you didn't know stands for video hits one there's no music on there cmt they have a top 20 countdown that's it that's 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 the extent of the music videos what do you have instead you just I mean, MTV just carries ridiculousness all day, every day. MTV2, just movies. CMT, just movies. It's, why even have, headline news doesn't even carry news anymore. I mean, what the hell's going on? You know, 2005, I thought it was funny when the Outdoor and Life Network was carrying hockey. 
Now we have headline news. It should be renamed the Forensic Files uh, Station because anytime I go to HLN, it's Forensic Files. HLN stands for Headline News, and there's no news on the network. What are we doing? What are we doing? If, If you cannot keep the integrity of the name of the network, then just get rid of it. I loved CMT back in the day. CMT was great. You wake up in the morning. They were the last to get rid of music videos. Well, Great American Country was the last to get rid of music videos, and then they changed their format to now compete with Hallmark. But CMT was the last of the Viacom stations to have music videos, and it was awesome. You wake up getting ready for school, there's country music videos. You know, Friday night, there's the countdown. You got nothing to do, turn on the countdown. Now it's just movies and old uh, old shows. Reba's on there. With, you know, it, it's just, it, it, what's it have to do with country music television? I just don't get it. Well, see, I get Reba. Yeah, that, yes. I don't think Reba's still on there. That was a joke. I think Reba's on, like, Hallmark now. I don't think Reba's still on CMT. But I don't know. Ah, 803-0930, star 930. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Someone on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board saw Gloria Estefan before, uh, and the Miami Sound Machine before they hit it big. And let me tell you, Gloria Estefan is, I, I, I wish she would do one more tour. I would love to go see Gloria Estefan, uh, some of those 80s hits. I, you know, I always, uh, I'm, I'm going back. We're, we're in the Joe Beamer wheel, wheelhouse. I could go another hour. We start talking about this. Gloria Estefan, anytime I hear anything for you, which is one of my all-time favorite songs, I think of Time Life, lo, you know, songs of the 80s, love songs of the 80s, take you back. And, you know, it's sometimes it's hard. You know, the, the, the songs are going up the screen and the song that's playing is in yellow. Anything for you, Gloria Estefan. But that's cool, Mark. Mark got to see Gloria Estefan before, uh, and the Miami Sound Machine before they hit it big uh, back in the 70s. Someone also said the uh, TLC, the Learning Channel. I don't know how much learning happen- <laughs> happens with 1,000-pound uh, sisters. And, yes, the new show. Have you seen this? MILF Manor on TLC. Have you seen this show? I thought that was just on Netflix. No, no, no. This is on TLC, and it is a show where you have older women. I'm using that. You have women in their late 40s and in their 50s who are single looking for the love of their life. The twist is, and they give away the twist in the first episode, so I'm not ruining anything. The men that are on MILF Manor are their sons. So you have women that are there trying to date the other women's sons. Wait a minute. <laughs> they didn't know that when they signed up. <laughs> so they didn't sign up for this. I thought, see, I saw the ad for it, and I thought it was just a bunch of young guys. I didn't realize that it was their kids. Yeah, oh, well, they didn't want you to know that till the first episode. Wow. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Wow. I, I can't get enough of it. I mean, it, it, is, it is The Bachelor in Paradise with a really messed up twist. But for some reason, you know, I'm I'm tuned into it. I mean, if you're one that likes to watch drama unfold, that's the show to watch. That just sounds like drama waiting to happen. <laughs> I, I am flabbergasted. Well, that is insane. Of course. I didn't so know they, that. They ask all that's... these these women to, to hey, you, you we're doing this show, but they don't say, you know, your sons are gonna be part of it. And then like the one the one um lady thought that her son was doing a separate show at the same time. 
and then obviously put it together when they got there. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, you have to watch it, man. You have to watch it. Now I think, see, I wasn't going to, cause I was like, oh, it's just a bunch of, it's just another dating it's, show. It's, it's messed up. Don't get, it's, it's just a bunch up. of random people meeting each other. But now that is, I, I, I have to watch it. It's messed up. It, 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 it's, but I can't get enough of it. I mean, it, it's, but yeah, that's on, but TLC did used to be the learning channel. Okay. It did used to be the learning channel. It seems now the Food Network is the one channel that stick to the name has stuck to the name Food Channel. I mean, and it's not even what the Food Channel used to be. The Food Channel used to be all day, every day, people cooking. You know, all right, you put two eggs. You know, and and now it's but at least it still shows that have to do with food. Well, and there's all those cooking competition shows, which sometimes they get a little repetitive, but other ones are great. Like, like Chopped. I love watching Chopped. Yeah, you know what? You, you, a lot of people think this show's repetitive, but I still love Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Oh, it's I mean, so good. It's maybe so that's good. because I was on it, but I love that show. I never knew you were on it. I'm oh, come on. I've talked about now. it a million times. Yeah, not with me. Oh, well, hey, next time. Next time. We always get Josh, this is the second Wednesday in a row I filled in for Bowerly, and the second Wednesday in a row we've brought up TV to end the show. But I, think when, we're, uh, I think we're the proof that TV ruined our generation but the next time i'm in i hope you would have watched an episode of milf manor all right that's that's your assignment i will try i am going to try my best to do that because as long as i can find somewhere to stream it i'll be able to watch it all right that is the show for today thank you josh schmidt for always on the other side of the glass i'll be back Ooh, yes what a way to play it out i'll be back Tomorrow at 9 a.m. with my good friend Brian Mazarowski for BMAZ and Beamer. Tom Bowerly will be back right in this chair tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Tom Puckett is up next with Buffalo's Evening News. And if you're going to Riverworks for the concert tonight, hopefully I'll see you there. We'll leave you with a little Gloria. Gloria Estefan. And if you call now, we'll throw in a second CD. We'll see you tomorrow here on WBEN.